everybody, this is Tova from Operation Tube Top, and it's a early Tuesday morning, and the kid is sick, I am home with him, and so you might hear him in the background, and the husband's staying just so I can quickly get this done. Um, it's also the husband's birthday, so a very happy 41st birthday to him, and he doesn't like to do much for his birthday, so it makes it easy on me. <laughs> um, speaking of a very sick kid... Uh, it's been kind of a rough week. It all started last Tuesday when on his way to school he uh, threw up on the bus and uh, he kind of was going up and down in terms of, you know, he was eating at some point and his fever was gone and then Friday afternoon he had a really high spike again and the weekend he was kind of off and on and um, kind of Sunday night he was in bed with me and in the middle of the night he kind of stood up or sat up and touched his ear and I was pretty much completely asleep. And I remember thinking, oh, maybe something's wrong with his ear. And then I went back to sleep. And then the next day, I looked at his ear, and it was gross. So quickly made a doctor's appointment. Uh, he does have a pediatrician, but the waiting times can be outrageous, and it just stresses him out. Uh, so instead, I contacted my doctor, who was able to see him in the morning. And uh, I really like my doctor very much. He's this great Spanish guy. And uh, I'm just grateful he was able to see our son. And when you've got a nonverbal autistic uh, child, it can be challenging when they're sick because they can't explain what's hurting, what's going on. Uh, so we walked uh, to the doctor's office and I brought the stroller just in case. He hasn't used it in a few years and he did not use it uh, en route either. He, he's a big boy now. And of course we got into the waiting room and nobody else is there. And then of course, as soon as the doctor walked in, my child, um, you know, pretended to be possessed and hid in a corner, destroyed a plant. Luckily the doctor was able to check his breathing and his ear and now he's on antibiotics. So on my way back home with him, the husband went into the pharmacy to get the antibiotics. Of course, this is Vienna and things are quaint and charming and they had to order the antibiotics for pickup later. Uh, the nanny came for a little bit so that I could go and pick them up. And when I picked them up, the pharmacist was like, should we mix it for you now or would you like to mix it at home? And I was like, yeah, I think you can mix it for me. I'm, I, I don't have a degree in chemistry. And so, yeah, we have to give it to him for the next seven days. It's kind of some hardcore antibiotics. And we started last night and he already seems to be doing a little bit better today, which is great news. So hopefully um, his infection will clear up and in a couple of days he can go back to school. Ah, rough. And um, again, I was very uh, chill about it until uh, his, he just seemed to get worse. And then of course his ear looks like, I don't want to talk about it. Um... Let's see what else is new. Oh, I just received an amazingly generous donation from a woman I, I don't know. I think she lives in Vienna, and uh, she gave 400 euros to our GoFundMe, which is just absolutely amazing. It's very, very exciting. Um, this will help us do some more events and hopefully, you know, get closer to having enough money to open up a location. 
Um, unfortunately, I had to cancel last week's sibling talk. We didn't have enough people sign up for it. I think, you know, it, it's difficult to create these events and get people on board and then not have people come. And I'm getting used to the fact that um, this happens quite often. I know people are incredibly busy. And, um, you know, you just keep doing it. You keep offering what you can offer and do as much as possible. Uh, I try to think about things that I genuinely, genuinely would like as a parent to a child with um, autism. And uh, we'll get there. We do have a Hard Rock Cafe event coming up uh, next Saturday. It's not this Saturday, but Saturday afterwards. This is for kids with special needs to meet the Easter Bunny. Uh, we did it last year. It was fantastic. So please sign up for that if you're in Vienna. You have a child with special needs. It's a great event, and they need to have a certain amount of people for it to actually go ahead. So please, everybody, sign up if you're coming. Um, <clears throat> we also have a parent night on April 5th, which is going to be at Craft Wines, and that's free for parents of children with autism. I feel like once in a while you guys need to be able to be treated. So that's very exciting. Also, please sign up for that as well if you can. Um, please ignore my voice. I feel like I'm maybe getting sick, but I'm just going to ignore it uh, until this weekend is over. Uh, or this week. <laughs> Speaking of weekend, on Sunday is the Vienna, Vienna Family Network uh, Flea Market and Design Market. And there will be a cake area, cake stand, international cafe, which I will be at for about three hours. Uh, the proceeds go to the Beacon Beach House Autism in Vienna, so please um, give yourself diabetes, show up, and that's going to be a lot of fun, so that is Sunday morning. On Saturday, I'm actually doing a photo shoot uh, for my new website, which I'm hoping comes out mid-April, and the pictures are going to be done by one of my best friends, so I'm very excited about that. I hate getting my picture taken, but um, you know, I wish I could be drunk for it, but I am still not drinking. So I'm going to do my best, but it'll be fun no matter what. Uh, it's always fun just to hang out. So that's probably going to be the um, majority of the day is just talking. Um, and I also have outfits picked out. It's going to be a vintage feel, um, but of course irreverent and a little bit silly because that's me. Um, yeah, so that's the updates of what's kind of going on in my life. I'm going back to work tomorrow, and uh, it's probably going to be quite busy for a couple of days. Um I also have some more podcast interviews lined up. I'm very excited. It's three very different topics. Uh, one is going to be with a bag designer who has recently hired a, uh, a refugee woman to work in her atelier, which is very exciting, fantastic. I love these types of initiatives. And I will be meeting with her. We're going to be talking about her designs and, of course, you know, um, I guess her motivation behind it and I'm really looking forward to that and I, I do love bags and I love purses. The other um, interview that I'm doing is going to be with a fantastic osteopath who keeps yelling at me that I'm not her patient and then I was like but then we can't be friends so I'm gonna have to find somebody else and we are going to talk about her new initiative uh, for women's uh, sexual health which is going to be very interesting to talk about because um, I get embarrassed. So that'll be quite illuminating. And then, of course, the third interview lined up is going to be um, someone from the Zero Project, which I talked about briefly in the last podcast. So we're going to talk about accessibility, the different initiatives that uh, are going through with the Zero Project, and I can't wait for that. So two interviews are going to be taking place next week, so they'll be kind of released over the next three weeks. And, of course, I've got a few more lined up in our 
are in the works, so can't wait for that one as well. Oh, there's a lot to do. Um, it's almost Easter, so hopefully everyone can chill a little bit, um, relax. So of course, uh, uh, as I said, uh, this is now in my kind of one person podcast episodes, I'm going to be talking about Austrian news because I think it's a great way to inform English speaking people about what's going on. So, you know, there's not that much that happens in Vienna. Thank goodness. It's such a huge city, but there have been quite a few things that have been happening recently. And I'm trying to give as much of um, an objective overview of what's happening. I might make a couple comments um, based on my own uh, beliefs, but I'm going to try to keep this as objective as possible. But let's start with the first one. This is not such a big deal. Um, there's a political party here called the FPÖ. I'm not saying anything about it. Um, and one of their politicians, her name is Marlena Svazek, I think I mispronounced that. Uh, if I was going to say it in a Canadian accent, I would say Marlene Svazek. And apparently she has a logo on her car, kind of for her, um, what's it called, her logo. And she's pretty much copied a Mana logo. And Mana is like these famous chocolate wafer bars that they have here in Vienna. So apparently there's going to be a lawsuit. So that's exciting, I tell you. Um, intellectual property, very, very important. Be very careful out there. Um, this is a more of a serious topic, uh, talking about the terrible stabbings that happened last week. So if you actually saw on CNN or you saw anywhere else uh, in the news, it actually made international headlines because everyone is quite on edge uh, in the world today. So there was a situation, I believe it was last Wednesday night, uh, where a man ended up stabbing four people. So he stabbed a family of three um, near Nestroyplatz, which is in the second district. And then about half an hour later, 45 minutes, he stabbed another person at Bratostan. So, of course, the initial reaction is that this is a terror attack and everybody's freaking out. And that's why it made international headlines. Um, little side note, I think one of the most uh, kind of provincial Austrian things is how excited they get when they're mentioned internationally. So one uh, online newspaper actually had a, a list of the mentions in big um, websites around the world. And I was like, that's kind of adorable. Um, but that's really not what we should be focusing on. So it turns out that the man who is responsible for these stabbings is an asylum seeker from Afghanistan. It's... Um, there hasn't been much talk about what his motivations were. It was not specifically a hate crime, um, unless you hate people. And apparently has just tried to commit suicide while he's been in prison. Uh, of course, everyone is having different ideas of what could be behind this. I think a lot of it has to do with mental health, but I'm not going to get into that. Um, the family of three that were stabbed um, at the beginning, actually, it took place in a right downstairs from a friend's apartment, which is terrifying. Uh, apparently they call them a doctor family. I think he's a dentist. Um, I do like the term doctor family because it just means that one of you have to go to medical school and then everybody else gets credit. So I'm going to, I'm going to look into that. Um, and then he stabbed, uh, somebody else at Potashtan. So it's, it's a, it's a tragic story. And of course, uh, a little bit more fodder for, uh, the more right wing political groups here saying, you know, asylum seekers are dangerous now. Um, again, keeping it objective. Um, but yeah, so that situation has now under control. I do actually have to, uh, say that the majority of Austrian, uh, newspapers and news sources 
stayed quite tight-lipped about it and didn't make it very sensational, which I applaud them for. And I think um, that that was a, a good thing for them to do. We cannot jump to conclusions when there are situations like this. And also, we have to remember this is a city of two, almost two million people. Um, it's still quite safe, um, which brings me to another uh, stabbing. <laughs> um, so this actually just happened the other night. This was in front of the Iranian official residence where the ambassador and his family um, is living, and this was in the 13th district. Um, a man apparently from Egypt uh, tried to or attacked a soldier who was guarding the place, and unfortunately, well, ended up being shot dead by a soldier guarding the place. And of course, people have been researching, wondering what's been going on, what the, who this guy was, why he was trying to attack. Um, so he, uh, again, I'm saying apparently was a follower of a um, ISIS uh, preacher. But of course, these are headlines and there's probably much more to the story, but that was a recent attack. And uh, of course, people are now saying that stabbings are on the rise in Vienna. And I guess over the weekend, there was 10 different incidents. And um, again, when you have crimes like this, uh, it's like when there's a plane crash, suddenly there seems to be so many more plane crashes. We're paying more attention to these types of headlines. So I don't want to fear monger. Uh, this is still an incredibly safe city and don't worry, uh, is what I'm trying to say. Um, what else is new? Ah, a little bit more, uh, lighthearted. There was a large bus uh, driving on the, um, highway, uh, recently and was missing a wheel. And I guess that's, um, that's no bueno. So, uh, he was pulled over for that. Um, yesterday, so 12th of March, uh, 1938, uh, was a very important, uh, and tragic date for Austria. This was the, uh, the date of Anschluss, pretty much the annexation of Germany, um, of Austria. And, uh, so it was the 80 year, um, anniversary and Vanderbilt and the president of Austria made a speech, uh, talking about it and was saying that, you know, Austria does need to take responsibility for what had has happened or what happened. Uh, it's quite common, um, to hear certain people saying that they were invaded by Germany. And this is unfortunately not true. There was uh, many, there were many, many happy people that this was happening, uh, back in 1938. Um, but there's a new generation of amazing Austrians, of course, who, um, have looked to the past and are hopefully not going to repeat it. And that's all I have to say at this point, but that was the anniversary. So if you saw a lot of things about Anschluss, that was what people were talking about. And that's why Van der Bellen made a speech. And um, other news, they're looking for a person, who, a woman who stole a purse on the U-Bahn. Uh, so you can check out those pictures online. If you know this person, please contact the police. Um, oh, big news. Uh, there's a bit of a concern that there will not be enough eggs for Easter. Austrian hens are under a lot of stress to produce the 12 million eggs needed for Easter. Uh, that's, those are a lot of eggs. And apparently there are 1.1 million hens in this great country and Austrians consume 235 eggs a year on average. And when I told the husband that he was like, that's almost an egg every day. And then he seemed a little heartbroken because he does, he does love eggs. So, um, yeah, maybe, maybe get some plastic eggs instead or chocolate eggs, you know, let these hens relax a little bit. Um, more animal news. There are, uh, two crocodiles that live in the House des Mavis. So if you don't know what the House des Mavis is, it means House of the Seas, or Sea, I, grammar, great. And it's a really awesome uh, aquarium. It's it, kind of 
within a anti-warcraft uh, tower. It's near Mariahostrasse. It's really fantastic, but it's constantly crowded. But it's an amazing place to go. And they've got two crocodiles, apparently called Adam and Eve. And uh, they've recently discovered that they know their own names. So when they're called, uh, they know their names. I, I would like to see more proof on that, more scientific evidence of this happening. But if they say it, I'm going to believe it. It's kind of like parents who say that their eight-month-old uh, speaks Chinese and they're not from China. Anyway, um, cold weather on the way. I'm sure you've seen that as the headlines all over the place because we got really excited for spring. I kind of missed the weekend of warm weather because of a sick child. So I'm okay with it being cold next Sunday. Um, I got really excited. Um, also, I, I promise now not on Facebook to never talk about uh, nicer weather coming because it becomes a very divisive um, topic on Facebook on my page. I was shocked to see so many unhappy people. So I promise to keep it to politics and religion so we don't uh, fight anymore. I never knew weather would be so difficult. So that's pretty much what's in the news right now. This is kind of a shorter episode. Uh, there's, of course, so many different little political things happening, but it was quite quiet besides the stabbings <laughs> as making the big headlines. Um, if you have heard of anything, if you're interested in hearing about a certain topic that you read about but you don't really understand, please let me know. I can do some research and talk about it in one of my episodes. Uh, also, yeah, if, if there's something that you want me to try out and talk about, please let me know. I'm always open to trying new things as long as I like them. And I hope that you guys have a wonderful week. I hope that you can enjoy this warmish weather for the next few days. And of course, um, a big happy birthday to the husband who doesn't listen to this podcast, uh, <laughs> and pretty much isn't on Facebook. And, uh, I want to thank you all for listening for all of your support. I can't wait to launch the new website. Um, I'm also trying to figure out how to get this podcast onto iTunes, uh, because a few people have asked that as well, but that's going to take me a while because I am not tech savvy. And the fact that I'm even doing this is incredible. Um, the fact that I've learned how to upload these things. So again, have a great day. Please enjoy the sunshine. Don't forget to check out the Easter markets. There are quite a few in Vienna. They're beautiful. Um, there's one at the Freiung and just filled with beautifully um, hand-painted eggs. Oh, eggs. Poor hens. Okay, these are old eggs, so it'll be fine. And then um, there's one also at Schönbrunn at the palace, which I haven't been to ever, um, which is a shame. <laughs> so again, um, have a great day. Have a great rest of the week, and stay tuned for more episodes coming up. And as I always say to end my podcast, toodles.